Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to SEC Basketball Power Rankings. It is Monday, January the 22nd. Got a lot of conference play behind us. Still a lot more to go. We are going to give you our opinions on the top 14 teams in the SEC as we rank them. These power rankings brought to you by our friends at Online. The NFL playoffs are here. The NBA season is in full swing. Online has you covered with all the up-to-the-second odds, news, and scores with additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile. You can access the world's best wagering info anytime. Head there today. Get in on the action. See all the updated odds. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that is B-L-E-A-V, to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. We always start at the bottom. That has been and probably will be for a while. Vanderbilt, Commodores, I think number 236 in the net on Monday morning. Losers of five in a row. And what is it? Nine of the last 10. Uh, 10 of the last 13, I mean, 11 of the last 13, we could go on. Not much else to say for Vanderbilt. So with that, we will move on to Arkansas at 13. <laughs> Unless you guys have got something to add. We really said we were going to try to speed these along. I know, but man, really, not even a comment. Like, you didn't get anything. Or the that was a over. comment. Wow. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't have anything. Else. They play Tennessee and Auburn coming up next. That's all I got. Boy. Jeez, Tennessee and Auburn. Yeah, it's gonna I mean it's gonna be a brutal next two games. Hey, if they if they make one of them close like Vanny usually does, we might have might have a little bit to work on, but yeah, <laughs> hasn't looked good. At number 13, Missouri Tigers and Blake Lovell's client Dennis Gates, ranked of this morning in the net number 127. Mm. Missouri continues to play hard, give it a go absences are taking a toll Lake level we turn it to you to talk about the missouri tigers and your beloved client dennis gates you always seem to enjoy when i you know i get the floor for missouri or alabama <laughs> max gets the floor for Ole miss i think what's interesting is you don't really get the floor for anybody so you're gonna have to I'll pick a team here for somebody. somewhere along yeah, the way oh you're gonna take the, the team at the top i'm sure i took the floor for okay. vanderbilt and you didn't like it <laughs> So there you go. That was your decision. Um, <laughs> I I have nothing to add on Missouri. Yeah. Um, if you're watching them play and you don't realize that they're missing a couple key players, then I'm not sure what to, to say. That would make a difference. Would it make a huge difference to where they'd be a top five team in the SEC this year? Probably not. But I do think, like you said, it's taken its toll. Don't have the depth that they thought they'd have. Don't have a couple key players in the lineup. We mentioned that on the mailbag last week. If you want to hear us talk about that for a little while, we did. Uh, but yeah. Like I said, they gotta they gotta win a game somewhere here pretty soon because the back half of their schedule is not kind. Yeah, we keep talking about the offense and just how they don't have what they had last year, but also this defense has been been brutal through conference play. They rank last in the SEC in 
defensive efficiency overall, effective field goal percentage, free throw rate, both offensively and defensively, giving up the most amount of threes, most amount of free throws. So there's just I think the pro the issue is a little bit bigger than just the offense isn't there without Caleb Grill and John Tanjay. So I I think this team has a lot to fix here moving forward, and there's not a lot of time to do it because they play on the road in three out of their next four. So looking tough. Yeah, I think all eyes looking forward for Missouri. You got to like what Dennis Gates has done in recruiting. I think they've got five top 100 kids recruited Good for class. committed for next year. Mm-hmm. But I, I just think that the ceiling, like I said, they continue to play hard. Love Dennis Gates as a coach, but as you guys summed up, there's only so much you can do mm-hmm. with the talent on the hand at the moment. And then there's Arkansas. I'm going to turn it over to our resident Seinfeld fan. I am too, but the, the biggest Seinfeld fan in this group here, of the three of us, as we gather around the Festivus poll and air our <laughs> grievances over Arkansas, which if you listen to Eric Musselman, I think he's been airing some grievances in his press conference. Oh, yeah. I mean, anytime you have players, coaches questioning effort, it's just it's a problem, and that's why they're here. So, yeah, I don't have a lot more to add. I mean, Arkansas fans have been watching this. They're probably not watching this video because they're checked <laughs> out. So, um, yeah, we thought they may be back after A&M. They were not. South Carolina took it to them. Now your reward is you got to go to Ole Miss, play Kentucky at home, at Missouri, at LSU. Winnable games in there, but, uh, yeah, not real confident about it based on what we've seen until they find a way to get it all together and they just happen to this point. Yeah, it would be one thing if this team is is losing brutally close games. I know it's not the SEC, but, like, Maryland in the Big Ten is just losing, like, two-point game after two-point game. Arkansas, all four of their losses in conference play are, are pretty much blowouts. So it has been not ideal. And when the coaches and players, like you said, Blake, come out and say, we don't know how to fix what we got to fix, how are we supposed to know what they got to do, you know? So, yeah, until the until the effort and the uh, the will to win and that the Arkansas DNA comes back, they're going to be slated down here at the bottom. Yeah, I think it's becoming quickly a moot point for Arkansas. I'm, I'm looking to find the Razorbacks in the net ranking this morning. Well, this this would be my point. Of course, they are not in the NCAA discussion. My point would be there's been this talk of can Arkansas mount a run and get hot late and win a bunch of games. I think they're to the point where the net has buried Arkansas so far that barring a, a run in, in Nashville and winning the whole thing, it, it, it feels like it's – just about hopeless in terms of getting back to the NCAs. Not as hopeless at LSU, 92 in the net. Um, so steep climb. I mean, if the Tigers got hot, it's it's there for the taking. I, I don't think LSU's quite good enough. I've, I've got a lot of faith in this team. I mean, I, I placed it in the Tigers to, to win the rematch with Texas A&M since LSU had won that one going away earlier in College Station. Rematch at home didn't go the Tigers' way. I still think this is a solid club and, and a team, Max, that's going to give uh, some teams some some fits down the road with, with that guard play. Yeah, this team is growing on me fast. 
I really like this LSU team and because they they just passed the eye test every at every position. They've got a backup that's, you know, that can handle it, especially. I really like the front court. You got Baker and Jalen Reed. Jalen Reed could and, and Will Baker both can shoot some threes. But then behind them, you got Derek Fountain and Hunter Dean, both 6'10 that can come in. Uh, I've been singing the praises for Tyrell Ward, sophomore, com, kind of coming out of a, a breakout here, the, shooting over 50% from three in SEC play. Jalen Cook, Jordan Wright, Mike Williams can shoot. I, I really like this team. I'll be honest. I think that, you know, they had a tough one at Auburn. Who's going to win there right now? No one has, has done it yet. So, and then a, a tight rematch loss against a good Texas A&M team that Blake actually has, you know, predicted to turn the corner here with their, their upcoming schedule. I like this team a lot. They've got two straight road games this week, but they, I just, I like the eye test on this team. What do you think, Blake? Well, I'm hoping to like the eye test on one particular player this week. Um, you can watch <laughs> our fantasy draft for thoughts on that, but. Yeah, three of their next four on the road. It's going to get interesting here because they need to win at least one of these road games. Yeah. Uh, Georgia is going to be the easier path. Not calling it easy, but based on playing at Alabama and Tennessee as well. Yeah, they, they've got a bit of a tricky schedule coming up, so they're going to have to pick up a couple wins here. They've got to beat Arkansas at home, um, you know, because even after that, they get Alabama at home. They also then get two more road games in a row at Florida and South Carolina. So, yeah, LSU – Something to keep in mind, their last three games this season are against the three teams at the bottom of our power rankings, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, and Missouri. So they really need to do all their work before then um, mm-hmm. and obviously have to avoid a loss once you get there. But long way to go, way too far out to be projecting, I think, NCAA tournament just yet because uh, they got to make the most of these next couple weeks. So Number 10, the Ole Miss Rebels. And here's my question, Max. How did you not stuff the ballot box in Ole Miss's favor enough for the rebels to rise past number 10 well you these are power rankings and based on this last week it wasn't very powerful from the rebels so i think coming up they're going to have some opportunities but you go on the road for the second and third time in conference play and you lose for the second and third time um so i mean they haven't really i mean lsu did shoot really well They, they shot over i think it was like 10 for 21 or something. So, But Ole Miss has shown no signs of being able to win on the road yet. And their, their remaining road games, A&M, South Carolina, Kentucky, Mississippi State, and then their last two are Mizzou and Georgia. But it might be too little too late at that point. They're going to have to win a road game at some point, and that's why I have them down here. I was even thinking, I was flirting with putting LSU ahead of them because we just saw LSU beat them. I know it was at LSU, but just not a very – not a very good week for the for the Rebels here. I haven't shown much fight on the road yet. What do you think, Blake? I've got a hot take. I don't know that they have to win a road game. If they win all oh. their home games, it mm. won't matter. So, um, but I don't know if they're going to win all their home games because they still got Auburn. <laughs> they still got Mississippi State. That's what I'm they saying. They still got Alabama, A&M. But if you look at their road games, I mean, they're going to be the underdog in all of them except for one probably. That's Missouri which they may be an underdog in that one, depending on where Missouri's at on March the 2nd. But, yeah, I mean, I'm Ole Miss. You just got to get to 9-9. Nine and nine. So maybe it is just winning all your home games, losing all your away games, but you can't bank on that. I do think they'll win a road game somewhere, but um, I, I don't know. I mm, I wonder if we undervalued them a little bit at 10, but it's a composite ranking. I don't remember where I had them. I think I had them a little bit higher, not much higher. But 
just a yeah, not, not an ideal week at LSU at Auburn. That's a tough slate, but uh, they should have a chance to bounce back on Wednesday against Arkansas. So, yeah, I mean this this team has been a tough team to size up all year because you you, you saw it ranked in the top twenty five when the computers had it in, in the seventies. I think Ole Miss seventy in the net today, right within striking distance if it gets some some big wins, but. Those are going to have to come because so far Ole Miss's biggest win, I think, is against Memphis and, and Memphis. Well, and, and Florida too, but the probably the biggest one would be Memphis. Memphis has been ranked, although Memphis is another team where the the disconnect between the computers and the polls is startling. Don't um, get Chris started on Memphis. Here we go. God, we've heard this before. Don't get him started. Boy, Chris, I, I can't imagine Chris had a better week than he had last week with Memphis losing two games in a row. South Florida and Tulane, because before that he was out on Memphis and they were on a nine game winning streak. And so don't get him going on the Memphis Tigers. I don't know what, I don't know what he did to you, Penny, but I don't know what to say. I didn't know I had a thing against Memphis. <laughs> you now did. You brought him up do. multiple times, but I didn't think they were very good, which all be, I pointed out to something. was that the computers didn't like them very much. They, 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 oh, they, they Ole Miss and Memphis are kind of twins. Same area. Well, won a lot of games. Got, computers don't like them because they beat the other twin. So, <laughs> all right. Sorry, Memphis. I got I got nothing left there. Georgia number nine. Speaking of putting yourself within striking distance for an NCAA tournament bid, Georgia has done that. Got work to do, but eighty-one in the net. Uh, I continue to like the way Mike White's club plays. No, the final score. In Lexington was a little misleading. That game kind of got out of hand until Kentucky maybe got unfocused late and Georgia made a run. But I think that says something about Mike White's club, Blake. I mean, they, they continue to play hard, get a lot out of things. Jabri Abdurrahim is probably one of the more under-discussed star players in this league. And uh, th- this is going to be a team that, that night in and night out is is going to give you a fight. And if you don't show up, can beat you. Yeah, I mean, not many SEC teams have a couple road wins so far. They do uh, at Missouri, at South Carolina. And, you know, your other two games that you've lost are Tennessee and Kentucky. Nothing to be shamed of there. Uh, they get LSU at home on Wednesday, a huge game for both of those teams. Huge. Given their upcoming schedules. But Georgia's got three of their next four at home. And they got to go to Florida in between there. And they got Alabama and South Carolina at home. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is, it's opportunity time for Georgia because, you know, if they can pick off an Alabama, pick off a South Carolina again, um, maybe win a game at Florida. I mean, then we really start to have that conversation, but they're in a good spot still, nonetheless, three and two in the league. And, um, yeah, in a pretty good position right now, heading into that LSU game. We have to remember also this team was up 11 on Tennessee with a little bit over six minutes left in the game before, Connect mm-hmm. does his usual thing. But, I mean, the Kentucky, you know, won. I don't think any team could have gone in there and won with with how that atmosphere was. But also, if you besides Auburn, Tennessee, and uh, Kentucky, what SEC team hasn't gone on the road and had a game where they kind of got battered? Pretty much the whole conference has done it by this point now. So, I mean, you can't penalize one team for something that, you know, pretty much everyone else has, has had a happen at least once also. I think this team is is rock solid. Um, they showed a lot of fight, even though it was 
little bit of Kentucky taking their foot off the gas pedal too. I just I, I really like Silas Demery. I think he's he's mm-hmm. really coming on strong and 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 helping this team out with the with the ball handling role. So big opportunity coming up here against LSU. That's an LSU team coming off of a bounce back too. They they they're gonna try to bounce back and, and come in motivated. So huge week coming up here for Mike White. Number eight, the Florida Gators, a team that continues to be pretty much consensus top 50 in the computers. I think the net has got Florida at 45 today. It does. Spartan hmm. Torvik has got Florida at 37. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I, I don't think Florida is as good as the computer numbers are, but but it might be. And it's going to have a chance to prove things, but I, I feel like we just keep saying this over and over. The, the prove-it wins for Florida have yet to come. You look at all the teams they played that would be in the range of the NCAA tournament or, or in, lost to Virginia, lost to Baylor, lost to Wake Forest, lost to Kentucky, lost to Ole Miss, lost to Tennessee. The closest thing you can find to a team that might make the NCAA tournament that Florida has beaten uh, would probably be either Florida State or Michigan. No, neither team anywhere near the bubble. So disconnect between where the analytics have the Gators and and the wins, I think we maintain that this is a talented team, uh, but the wins are going to have to start coming. Now, having said that, most of those losses for Florida that I mentioned were away from home. Guess what the Gators did? They went and won a game at Missouri where they controlled it pretty well late, one by a dozen. So I'll start with you, Max. Was this a little bit of a a sign of of a build for here for the Gators or was just just taking a win where it was available to you on the road against the team that we had 13th in our rankings yeah I love to overreact and I'm gonna do it here right now uh I think this was I did it I did it with Tremont Mark shot last week I said they're back uh I think this is a big mental victory for Florida a big mental win hadn't won a big game yet hadn't won on the road yet you finally have a, a wire-to-wire, nice win, clean win, double digits. I know it's Missouri, but Missouri is fighting their life for their life right now. Not an easy game to to you know win cleanly. I think the increased confidence of Riley Kugel is showing through. He keeps playing better and better. We've we've talked about Han Lokton, and Han Lokton just had his best game. You get two straight home games in both home games coming up this week you're going to be favored in I think this is a huge opportunity we've pretty much been saying that for every team now but for a team that needs to rattle off a few marquee victories <laughs> Mississippi State is 34th in Ken Palm that would be about 40 50 ranks higher than their previous best win this is a huge week for Florida and I think gaining that confidence boost heading into it is going to be huge what do you think Blake Florida was one and twelve against the Ken Palm top forty last year. They are zero and four against the Ken Palm top forty so far this year. So at some point they've got to beat a good team. Gotta, because they haven't done it the past couple of years, except for Tennessee. Um, they did beat Mississippi State once last year. And they beat Missouri. We talked about that. Missouri was fifty-seven. Mississippi State was fifty-three. If we're looking at Ken Palm. Um, all the other games they lost. So that's all I want to see from Florida. I just want to see them beat a good team, like an elite team. They, they find a way to win the game. They had their chance against Kentucky, couldn't do it. Wasn't close against Tennessee. You know, go back to the Baylor game, felt like he had their chances mm. there early in the season. Lost at Wake Forest, 
by double digits, which again, you're missing a player, get it, but they, they can add to the number if they beat Mississippi state on Wednesday, Mississippi state's 34. So that's one step in the right direction. It doesn't solve everything, but it's a step in the right direction. So I'm not all the way in on Florida just yet because I, I want to see them win big games before I'm fully buying in. I think the talent's there. I think they're good enough to be an NCAA tournament team and beat some people once they get there, but they got to beat some good teams. And until that happens, it's just, I think it's fair to question whether they can get to that level, even as talented as I think they are. So, Checking in at number seven, the South Carolina Gamecocks. And boy, did we whiff on Carolina this weekend. My apologies to Lamont Paris, because we all missed that one, I believe. Uh, Carolina went to Arkansas and controlled that game. Maybe that says more about Arkansas than it does against Carolina. But, but hey, let's give Carolina its due. This is the team you, you look at wins. Uh, it is what? I think 60 in the net this morning, which makes it a borderline tournament team, 61. But it's going to have opportunities. And, and you look at some wins. Virginia Tech, 51 in the net as of this morning. Grand Canyon, a top 50 team in the net. Beat both those teams. Um, Mississippi State, an, an NCAA tournament team. Carolina beat those guys. Uh, so Carolina needs to get that net up there a little bit. Blake, oh, here comes a smirk. He's got something prepared. <laughs> I I just love that we're using this just ludicrous net rankings to justify whether a team's any good. Like, this is hilarious. I, that's not that's not what I'm saying. You did. I'm You're saying, like, they beat Virginia Tech, oh. who's this in the net. They're good in the net, so they've got to be good. Um, Max, you see, you see how this man will put words <laughs> in your mouth. I'm I, bet Max, I, I bet Max is smart enough to understand the point I'm getting at. In fact, I, to, to yeah. prove it, I'm going to, I'm going to let him say what I was trying to say. Chris is about to read off the top 125 in the net here in a second. Go ahead, Max. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't. Max, I'm, what would a reasonable person conclude from that? I'm staying out of this. Okay. What oh, I will. Come on. Grow a backbone, Max. What I will say, what I will say is this team just had one of their best conference performances without Studi. We were dogging on them for not for not being able to. Well, we thought they weren't going to be able to perform up to expectation without Studi. But insert BJ Mack with just three after three, and Zachary Davis comes in for double digits. Guys, this game on Tuesday at home against Kentucky, Bart Torvik and Ken Palm both have it as like a two to three point game. What? Are you kidding me? Two to three point game. That's going to be testy. Mm. They've got some big opportunity here coming up. Don't sleep on Lamont Paris like I have been. I've been woken up out of Lamont Paris hibernation after this last game. I'm I'm seeing them now. South Carolina fans, you already Max has a tell, and I'm just telling you, he's really got the wheels turning about our prediction video with South Carolina Kentucky. He may go Gamecocks. I, I'm not gonna That's, not gonna say it, mm. but he may. He may. Um, anyways, net aside, South Carolina has, yes, we, we missed on that one. Um, one of my bold predictions of South Carolina making the tournament, I'm starting to feel a little bit better about, even though that, surprisingly, the win over Arkansas doesn't really do much for you. Um, but, again, they are an SEC team with a couple of road wins. Even if it's come against two of the bottom three teams in our rankings, it's still winning games there is nice. Uh, of course, they had the Alabama game, but, yeah, I said I thought that was more about Alabama than anything else. But, um, yeah, two big opportunities this week. 
if they could somehow win both these games, I mean, the Gamecocks are, would safely be into the tournament right now uh, if they can beat Kentucky and beat Missouri at home. I mean, I, I like their schedule, to be honest with you, because yeah. they're one of those teams that don't really have like the uneven, you know, because even it's like, okay, there's a stretch in there where they go to Auburn, host LSU, at Ole Miss, at AM. Like, at Ole Miss and AM are very winnable games because I think those are teams that South Carolina matches up pretty well with. Um, you know, at Auburn, anybody going there could be tough. But yeah, I think South Carolina, actually, when we look at schedules, they've got one of the better schedules, I think, left of anybody. So it's going to be interesting to see if they can take advantage of some of these games, um, keep picking up a road win here or there, uh, because I do think they're going to win a lot of their home games based on who's on the schedule. Like their next three of their next four home or God, I can go further than that. Four of the next five home games, they got the Kentucky game, Missouri, Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, LSU. Those are all winnable games. And I mean, if you win all four of those, that already gets you to seven wins. So yeah, South Carolina's in a good spot. Let's just say tune into our prediction video for oh, I already know what's coming. South Carolina. Mm. Let me make my point in a different way. When the committee oh, looks at your resume, oh no. they look oh at no. who you beat. And South Carolina is starting to rack up a few nice wins. The computer numbers in there. Despite what Blake would like you to think, hmm. the, the net is not meaningless. Good the to committee, know I, I hear, actually looks at it and, and analyzes it through that lens. Blake didn't know this. I'm, I'm here breaking news. Yeah, I had no <laughs> idea the net was a factor because, you know, right. we just bring it up Appar for fun. Apparently you, you didn't because of the way you went after no. me. So... <laughs> Oh my goodness! Get, let's move on to number six. Who's the next here. team? This is unbelievable. It's twenty twenty four. Blake, are you running for office? Number six on this list. You, you have a knack State for spin and for putting words in people's mouths. You must be running for office. Who just, South just Carolina has already beaten? They beaten the Mississippi State Bulldogs, and somehow you guys ranked Mississippi State ahead of them. I did not. I had South Carolina ahead of Mississippi State. Um, so I may have actually, you know, been better than the net when it comes to South Carolina. Um, Tolu Smith, an all-world player, a star performance for the Monstars last week in the SEC Weekly Fantasy. Tune in to see if he's back on the Monstars this week. But, I mean, you know, it was kind of an ugly game against Vanderbilt. At Kentucky, you know, again, it didn't really feel like they had a chance. But um, I, I'm curious about this team moving forward because they're one that does have an interesting schedule coming up. Three of their next four on the road. Uh, I said in the draft, I think they got two big man games coming up this week uh, with Florida and Auburn for uh, at Florida home against Auburn. So, and they got to go to Ole Miss and Alabama after that. So this is kind of, to me, the week, the next two weeks, I think will sort of make or break Mississippi state, because after that, your opportunities start to really slow down a bit. You got Georgia, Missouri, Arkansas, Ole Miss, LSU again. So I, th they got to, it's going to be tough, but I think they need to, you know, grab a, a win or two here somewhere in these next four because things start to slow down a little bit, like I said. And on the back end, you've still got at Auburn, at A&M, and you got home games against Kentucky and South Carolina. But we'd like to see Mississippi State pick up a couple good wins here over the next couple of weeks because, remember, they're sitting at two and three right now. Um, what do we say? I think they just got to get to nine and nine, and I think they'll be fine mm -hmm. tournament-wise. So, yeah, but boy, that schedule, that it's not the prettiest uh, outside that little stretch coming up here. So they, they got to take advantage of these and, you know, it'd be nice to be able to shoot the ball a little bit better because, uh, you know, not turning over as much. Their offensive numbers are starting to go in the wrong direction a little bit in some of these games and that may be an issue. So, yeah, I mean, 
like I said earlier, every pretty much every team except the top three has gone on the road and gotten drilled at least once. This was Mississippi State's here on Wednesday at, at Rupp. But bounce back, uh, clean win against Vandy. Um, I think we got to remember that this team came a few missed free throws away from beating Alabama and Tennessee back-to-back, which is pretty impressive. I know they're both at home, but still, they, they've shown that they can hang with the top, you know, and just kind of going off that eye test. They did kind of make it close right out of the second half, but Kentucky kind of ran away with it. Um, but, yeah, just this team's still learning how to play together too, you know. Tolu Smith missed more than half the season. So I, I still like Mississippi State. I know they got drilled at Kentucky, but what team hasn't, you know. So still still feel good about, about the Bulldogs. Yeah, Tulu Smith has been back six games. He's been in double figures, all of them. He had another double-double Saturday. I believe the SEC Network said that's 27 for his career, which I think among SEC's active players is, is a career best. And notable wins. Again, State's got some work to do. I think 40 in the net this morning, but he's beaten Washington State, which is going to have a shot. Washington State's 52 in the net this morning. Blake, you can go ahead and plug your ears if you like. Uh, beat North Texas, which is a win of some significance. That's a team that's in contention to win Conference USA and also, of course, beat Tennessee. So if, if you pick the field today, Mississippi State is in it. Home against Auburn on Saturday for Mississippi State. Massive game. Massive. Number five, Texas A&M. I feel like we've been all over the board on Texas A&M. I still feel like this is a team that makes my eyes hurt when it shoots the basketball. Uh, but they keep winning. They've got a good coach. They've got an established backcourt. Uh, at some point, they'll have Henry Coleman the third. And, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're in line to get to the tournament. But uh, you'd like to see it get prettier, Blake. Yeah. I mean, you say they keep winning. I mean, they're – they're still two and three in the SEC, but I think this is where we're going to start applying the they keep winning because I yeah. think they're about to go on a tear, as I've I said the last week or so. Missouri at home, Ole Miss at home, Florida at home, at Missouri, home against Tennessee, at Vanderbilt. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but would I be stunned if AM goes six and oh? I would not be stunned. Um, I really wouldn't. And I, again, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I think they got a really decent shot to go at least five and one in that stretch. And remember they're two and three right now. So, and they got the home game against Tennessee in there uh, on their best night. Could they and beat Tennessee? Yes. Um, I don't know if it happens, but if they're on a four game winning streak going into it, they're going to be as confident as they've been all season. So I'm curious to see how they handle this next stretch of games, because this is kind of the thing with A&M is like, I don't know. Like, are we, I, I'm, I'm still a little hesitant on them too, because I, I tend to think that they, upside-wise, this to me seems like the right place to put them. Like, you know, they do still feel like a top-five upside-type team, you know, but they also lost at Arkansas, who has just been completely out of it for a while now. Um, you know, they had the game against LSU. They had – Auburn's not – I said that was an ugly game, but um, won the Kentucky game. I get it. Won at LSU. That seems to be a step in the right direction, but – I'm not fully trusting them just yet. <laughs> and I feel like we're saying that a lot with some of these SEC teams, um, you know, outside of this top group. And so we'll see what they do, but I think they got a really good chance to to go on a run here. But 
I mean, I'm telling you, just throw the ball off the backboard. Like, that's your best shot at this point. Throw it off the backboard, get the offensive rebound, and hope for the best because the shooting numbers are just – they're poor. They're, they're just – they're bad. And but they could really – you talk about – you talk about rebounding? Missouri, Ole Miss, Florida. <laughs> boy, A&M could go in there and uh, really, really do some – some stuff here over these next uh, couple weeks. So, yeah, this ranking is half of, you know, turning the corner on the LSU win, having beaten Kentucky last week, and then half of they're about to go on a tear. Um, and also have to note that they didn't have Henry Coleman at, at Arkansas. This is their, their first game in a while without Henry Coleman. Um, and then another thing is Solo Washington's back in the starting lineup now just played his season high 35 minutes last game and he buzz Williams. If you watch a buzz Williams press conference, like 30% of it is him talking about solo Washington and just how important he is to the team. So yeah, I know they lost at Bud Wallen brutal. They also have to stop going over 87 in the first 10 minutes of the half and going, putting themselves in a huge hole. But yeah, I just, I think like Blake, like you've been saying, They've got a really nice schedule set up for them here with three, well, four out of the next five being at home. I think they're about to go on a tear. Yeah, I, I think this is one we got wrong. I, I think if you put Mississippi State with Smith against A&M on a neutral floor right now, I, I would trust State to win that game more. But a lot of season left for both teams. And as you remember, Buzz Williams' team last year caught fire about this time. I do, I do think – like, guys, if if you look at Radford and Taylor and said you look at the shooting numbers, and I, I get why it is what it is, they can't get buckets other places, especially with big men hurt. And so all the pressure goes on those guys, and they're hitting highly contested shots. But at the same time, I, I feel like they're due for better efficiency out of those guys because you almost have to get it by default. Is that is that crazy? No. No, I just think they I think they have to stop uh getting behind by 15 points in the first 5 minutes and then have to have Wade Taylor and Tyrese Radford try to force everything and try to draw contact and stuff like that. They haven't played with a lead in like the past 80 minutes of basketball. <laughs> it's like since the what, second half of Kentucky. So I just think they got to I think they'll bounce back. That's just what I'll say. They're going to go on a tear here soon. We are contractually obligated, apparently, to keep Alabama at four. When, when's the last time Alabama wasn't at four? And, and I think that's the right place. I don't know what else to do with them. Alabama's had a strange season. It lost just about all its its big games out of conference. N- nobody played more. Well, I say that. Beat, beat Indiana State and Oregon, which are, are teams. Indiana State would be in the field today. Oregon's getting close. One at Mississippi State beat South Carolina. So the Tide have, have racked up some good wins. But, boy, that, that game in Knoxville was ugly. Um, but then again, Blake, that just that just happens when you face Rick Barnes and those guys in Knoxville sometimes. So Alabama hardly the only team to go to, to Knoxville and look bad in doing it. I didn't change my opinion on Alabama one bit after last week. I mean, predictably ugly at Tennessee. It happens all the time. We mentioned why. For Alabama, one of many teams that, that happens to there. Uh, plus, they had their star player who was not 100% uh, for reasons we will not mention on this edition of the Power Rankings. But um, 
Look, this, uh, this, I mean, we talk about opportunities, right? There's no bigger opportunity for Alabama than this week against Auburn. And, you know, a chance to get out of this. I saw people saying on Twitter, and I think they're right. Like Alabama, to me, is in their own tier here. They're not in the top three, but I also don't think they should be grouped in with the teams behind them. I think they're by themselves, just kind of knocking at the door, trying to get into the top three. Um, And, you know, they could do that this week if they beat Auburn, perhaps, and, um, you know, and just see how they continue to progress from there. But I three of their next four at home. And again, we just seen Alabama play better at home, like most teams, but they also have the road win at Mississippi state, which a lot of teams don't have a good road win like that so far. And so, um, yeah, so I, I didn't really change my tune on Alabama. I think they're, they're going to be fine. Uh, but you know, we know what's at stake on Wednesday when they host Auburn. Yeah. I like how you said they're in the tier of their own. Cause I was going to say the same exact thing. They're not quite with Mississippi state and A&M, but they're also not quite up with the top three. So I, I like I like how they're in this little tier of their own here. Like I've said, what, three times already this video? If you're not the top three, you've gotten drilled on the road at least once. Here was Alabama's. Just not, I love to overreact, and this is a time that I'm not going to do that. Um, I thought it was the perfect storm for Tennessee, and they capitalized. Um, you have, who's the, yeah, Diabate is really coming on strong. He looks incredible when he plays, just full of energy, kind of similar to the Cardwell effect on on uh, Auburn where he just brings loads of energy off the bench, hustle plays, dunks, transition, all that good stuff. Um, Auburn is going to be the underdog on Wednesday. It might be by just a point, but they're projected to be the underdog. So, wow. Do we get probably game of the week coming up here on Wednesday? Got to be. Huge opportunity for the Crimson Tide. All right. Kentucky. Oh. Uh, what? <laughs> never mind. <laughs> we, we were going to do the suspense game again, but never mind. Oh. Cats out of the bag, quite literally. <laughs> the Wildcats are out of the bag. Kentucky, you're a three. Sorry. Max had dramatic music queued up. We had all kinds of stuff ready to go. But Chris is like, nah, Kentucky's three. Oh, God. Screw it. That is too Screw good. It. <laughs> Kentucky at three. Kentucky's number three. <laughs> Mitch, go ahead and just tell everybody who two and one are. Uh, let's just that's, go back to the hole. Jeez. That may Blake, be an old timer. Go get to your Kentucky. <laughs> play, play your suspense music now. I want to see what it would have looked like. Come on. Um. All right. Hey, well, just, guess who's number three? Let me say this, okay? <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now. So we had Kentucky at three last. Kentucky's been at three last couple of weeks, okay? Yeah. And I know the justification has been their defense isn't as good, and we we've talked about why all this other stuff. Um, and I'm sure you know the net rankings have played a role too. But let me just tell you, with Big Z, I mean, Kentucky may be number one. Like I, I'm just I don't know. Like if they got this guy coming in here doing what he did, and he starts playing more minutes, and you just look at the depth they have. I don't know that it completely rivals another team, which we'll get to in a second, but boy, um, it's hard to put Kentucky at three with big Z that rhymed. And that was not intentional, but <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, I don't know, man, I, I see some upside with this team, but I, I understand if the defense is what keeps them. And it's just like, I think that's what we keep saying. Do we still all agree that this is one, a one B one C or do we think there is clear separation anywhere? I was going to say, when you don't? It, when, 
You're I was shaking your head, Chris. With me, I said they're all tied at one. I was going to say they're all tied. Well, no. Hold on, Chris is no. shaking his head. Chris, let, let me. You give don't you think Kentucky's in the same level as Tennessee Look, and Auburn? No, I don't. Now I think they could be. What you take? You take the parts and you take them apart and say who's got as much talent? That might be Kentucky. But you could say that for Arkansas too. Now I know that's different. Thing. Oh, Arkansas's okay. gone off the rails. Oh, but here's here's my point. Here's my point. All right. In case you've not figured it out by now, our, our number one and two teams in some order are Tennessee and Auburn. Tennessee number two in the country in Kim Palm adjusted defensive efficiency. Auburn number six. Kentucky number seventy three. Okay, you don't like Ken Palm. Let me give you Bart Torvik. Kentucky 99 in defense. You hate computers. I know you're going to I did not say a word. I know you like the back of my hand, boy. You're rattled. You're rattled now, Chris. We got him rattled. All right, keep going. All right. Bart Torvik adjusted defensive efficiency. Where did this go? Kentucky is 99. Tennessee is 3. Auburn is 11. I'm sorry, you're looking for a separator. There it is. Defensive well, efficiency is the separator. Yes. Well, okay. I, but the last I last I heard, defense was half the game, Blake. I mean, you gotta you gotta stop the other team from giving up points. Isn't that a requirement to win? This is what I'll push back on the on the because I know the Kentucky defensive numbers don't look good. I've been I've been harping on it all season. But also a lot of that is garbage time stuff. Where the 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 do, final... do Tennessee and Auburn not have garbage time games? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, have they been? Have all their games been one possession games down to the buzzer? I can't. No, I can't. But also, they're not averaging ninety four in conference play. So you can you know you give and take. I think if if I'm being honest, I think that this is the best the best offense in the conference. I think they're number one. I don't think Alabama is number one. I think Kentucky is the best. Um, if it's if you're asking me, I think it's a it's a true one one one. Not even ABC one one one. I think they're all within a point of each other on a neutral floor. Um, and especially if these are power rankings coming off of what Kentucky just did, I can see. I can already see the. Uh, Big Blue Nation just coming to crush me for having them at three. I'm here to tell you, I think they're tied for one, but we have to rank them somewhere. I like this team a lot. I don't know how you can't. Well, I don't think you're the one that's going to get crushed. I got crushed last week. I I, I just took the turn on the wheel, I believe. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. (laughs) Way to go. You just went all in on the cats. All right. Look, I, I, I will, in all seriousness, I will say the same thing I've said a lot. I love, I love their talent. I think if you're going to play the the NCAA tournament a thousand times and say which team in this league wins it the most, I could make a case that it's Kentucky. Then how are but they you, not in the conversation with the other two? Because that we're talking <laughs> hypotheticals versus performance right now, and right okay. now we keep saying every right. week, well, this is going to get, and then it doesn't. They go out, they well, lose focus. Chris, Chris, come on. Okay, they, they were had beating a, they had Georgia by, Georgia. they had 96 points with eight minutes to go in the game. <laughs> and what would Auburn do? Oh. Oh. Auburn, <laughs> Auburn would put, put that team under the floor. That's the difference. Oh my 
You cannot like it, but all right. Hey, here we go. Ah, right, boy, this, you set me up for this one. Okay. <laughs> so, do you have Auburn at number one? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> do you see what we're dealing with here? You don't even have a. What is one. is Tennessee chopped liver? I mean, come on. <laughs> oh my uh, god, this is just this is incredible. <laughs> Number two is Tennessee this Tennessee. week. Chris's pick for number one. The Vols. Yeah, we'll let you have the floor since apparently you get the floor with all these teams. So you just you go right ahead. Max and well, I'll take the floor with the bottom five teams. You just one of us in this teams. conversation can think for himself. I've <laughs> questioned the other two of you at times. I'm just not <laughs> real sure about Let's that. Let's be honest. You're just following the net. Tennessee's the okay. highest ranked team in the SEC in the net. No. Well, Tennessee and Auburn are right there. I want to hear from They're about a point apart. And when you get to that point, you start looking at who did you beat? Tennessee's won at Wisconsin. It beat Illinois with Terrence Shannon. It beat Ole Miss. It beat Florida. It destroyed Alabama this weekend. Auburn, Auburn may be the best team in the conversation. But when you get to this point, you separate. You use criteria to separate. Auburn's beating Texas A&M and, and who else? Not, not a lot of huge wins there. Look, these teams are close. I'm, I'm not sitting here telling you that if, if Kentucky played Tennessee or Auburn on a neutral court, it would be a blowout. Kentucky might win the game. But when I look at how do we rank teams, I look at the evidence. And when it's close, you got to separate the team somewhere, and that's what I did. Bang. Bang. I, like <laughs> I like it, Chris. Uh. I like it. I need like I'll a say, gavel, like the judge's gavel. Yeah. Like, yeah. Case closed. Chris, this There's is awesome. Judy over here. As <laughs> giving out the. All right. Go ahead, Max. Uh, I think it, he's got a valid point. Okay. Because you, if there is a single knock that you can put on Auburn, it's resume. That is, that is the knock. And Tennessee just drilled absolutely drilled our number four team in our power rankings. Auburn, their highest win in our power rankings is against Texas A&M, one behind, which was an 11-point game, which was kind of gross. So I do see the – I see the – I see the reasoning behind it. But for me, when I'm doing power rankings, just me personally, I'm looking a little bit more eye test. And this Auburn team has absolutely crushed every SEC team that they have played. It hasn't even been fun to watch. It's it's literally been it looks it looks like a varsity team against a JV team for five straight games now, and haven't even seen them show sign of weakness. Really, I mean, what they maybe let LSU go on a little bit of a run once, <laughs> you know? So for me. I'm separating them by this much, and the only reason why is because of the lack of weakness that Auburn has showed where Tennessee, you know, they did show a little bit against Georgia, showed a little bit against Mississippi State. So that's that's the only thing that I split them, but I can totally see Chris's reasoning. I just think we like to pick on Chris a little bit. <laughs> well, we would never do that. Um, look, uh, somehow this is like, as I as as I said to start this conversation, I think it's one A one B one C. Yeah. So I don't want to be like 
you know, coming out with the the Jon Snow, you know, sword here against all the, <laughs> the enemies. Because I am in favor of all three of these teams in a big way. Um, but I think what Max said, we, we are all going to have different criteria for power rankings. To me, I am not basing this just off of resume and NCAA tournament projections. I am basing this off of what I see on the basketball court and seeing how teams are playing. Yes, you have to factor in what they've done to this point to put together the ranking and factor that into putting them ahead of a certain team, putting them behind another team. Right now, I think what Auburn is doing is as, press, as impressive as anything I've seen in the SEC. Um, you know, this season, like I think what they're doing right now, and everybody's going to say, well, they don't have a quad one win, the net this, the net that. They don't have a quad one win. So we're going to talk about this great net ranking, which I always have, love having fun with, guys. I realize it matters. Um, Chris will poke at me, but I, I realize it matters in the NCAA tournament. But this isn't an NCAA tournament ranking. This is a power ranking. And Auburn has zero quad one wins, right? That's the knock on Auburn. Everybody's talking about how they don't have any. So how, somehow they're sixth in the net, though, right? So it's because they're just beating up on teams, and they are just destroying teams left and right. And so ultimately, here's what I think is going to happen, <laughs> Okay. As we said, all three of these teams have had their top. They've all been at number one this year over the past couple months. Yeah. These three teams, Auburn, Alabama, Tennessee, Auburn, Kentucky, Tennessee. Alabama's not gone there yet. Um, this week is the week where we're going to have so much fun with this because Auburn plays two road games this week at Alabama and at Mississippi State. My goodness, if Ooh. Auburn loses one of these games, you will have never seen the smile on Chris Lee's face that of it will not compare <laughs> to anything you've ever seen. So before. now I hate Auburn. That is that. Is oh, that there's no doubt. There's no doubt okay. in my mind about that. Um, if Kentucky, who also has two road games, is Max, we have set Chris up for the ultimate. Just, I mean, you want to talk about? Boy, this is going to be quite a speech next week on the power rankings, because Kentucky goes to South Carolina, goes to Arkansas. So these two teams are both on the road this week, Max, doubled up. Meanwhile, Tennessee goes to Vanderbilt on Saturday. And so... That's five know, road games out of the top three. They all play road games this week. But one of these is not like the other, by the way, uh, in case you are not aware. And so, this is going to get really interesting this week with these three teams. And I'm glad we set it up this way. I'm glad we said, because this is going to separate. All right. There is going to be some separation after this week. Although I will say if all either, I don't think there's any chance that all three of these teams are going unbeaten this week. I think somebody's losing somewhere. I just don't know who it's going to be. Um, but if they do. Wait, so real quick, besides Auburn going to Alabama, what are, and besides not Tennessee going to Vandy, what are the other three road games? Auburn at Mississippi State, Kentucky at South Carolina, and at Arkansas. What do you th would if you had to take a bet, yes or no, one of those road teams wins? What would you take between South Carolina, Arkansas, and Mississippi? You mean the State? home teams? The home team, yeah, the home team between Arkansas, South Carolina, Mississippi State. Do you think one of those steal one? I think we eliminate one of those pretty easily, can't we? No. I don't no. know if I would either. Like, we really just, we had our fun with. Well, it's just look. Who do you I trust mean, Arkansas to beat right now? Well, they beat A and M. 
Yeah, that's we had them at five. <laughs> Might as well be a hundred years ago based on the way they played Saturday. <laughs> All I'm Feels saying like is it. see how hard this is for us to decide. Oh, yes, I know. Well. Like look, this is this is a great year for the league. It's a great yeah. year for college basketball. We have our fun. We have, but I mean, in all seriousness, Blake, how can you say, here's what I think. We know SEC basketball really well. I mean, I, th- I think we break it down. We know the players who watch the games. We missed on a lot of picks last week. When, when I am, when I am in the midst of uncertainty, I defer to results. And, and if, Fair. if we were, Fair. if we were able to size this up really well with certainty, we would have all made a lot of money last weekend. I did not. You did not. I, I did not participate. <laughs> because I, I know it's just yeah. You know what I defer to with uncertainty? I defer to Big Z is what I defer to in all scenarios. Do so worse. Chris, that's your that that's where you went wrong is doubting anything that breathes the same air as Big Z. All right. That's where you went wrong. And you guys will find out in the SEC fantasy video. It's also going to be posted today. Of where Big Z, it is rightful spot in this week's fantasy matchups. Jeez. Blake, <clears throat> have you ever been a cult leader before? <laughs> Dear God. I'm just saying, I well, mean, you're just your friend. If, you if know, the basketball thing doesn't work out, you could have a future there. Because I see I how can you, safely say I have not. Unlike you leading the cult of the Nets, I have not um, <laughs> been a cult leader in any way, shape, or form. Chris is Chris's cult of computers is uh, the way I like to see it. So, like, cult of personality, we'll just we'll just rename that. We'll do a, a spinoff spinoff version of cult of computers. I'm going to sing that on this show one day. You, oh, I want to hear that. that. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to rewrite the whole lyrics and everything. So, <laughs> Max will get me some background music. It's going to be great. Yep. So. There you have it. All right. Well, there you go, Kentucky fans. Jeez. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> we apologize for Chris this week, but in all seriousness, Tennessee's really good. Auburn's really good. Kentucky's really good, no matter who anybody might try to tell you. Um, but I tell you, the rest of this group, we're going to find out about the rest of these teams. Got, got a chance to separate themselves a little bit here this week. So, very big telling games. week. Big very games. Telling. Yes. Yes. I'm out of stuff to say. How about you guys? I'm all good. Ready for the week. All right. We're previewing all the games. We'll be recapping them the next day. Maybe maybe the same night. Who knows? Best way to get that, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. Don't take us too seriously. We're here to have fun. We're here to enlighten you about SEC basketball. We watch a lot of it. We are often wrong. Uh, Please don't take Chris's comments too seriously. Please don't. When when you're wrong, there are people here to let me know. One of whom might be in this video. (laughs) All right. Thanks for watching Southeastern 14 presented by bet online. We'll see you again soon.